When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey gang, welcome back to Marriage Therapy Radio. I'm Zach. I'm here with Laura. Uh, let's see, if you've been in the vicinity of a teenage girl or my wife in the last few weeks, then you know that Taylor Swift has re-released uh, a single called All Too Well. It's 10 minutes long in which she explores some relationship themes that are relevant to, uh, well, at least teenage girls and my wife. Um, but I think that also are just sort of common and also raises a question about age difference or the age gap in a relationship, which we kind of explore this, uh, this week. We had plans to talk about something else, but given that this song is rumored to be about one of Laura's heroes, uh, I couldn't help but try and see if uh, we had anything to learn from it. I will admit it's a Cassie tune, and as always, this is a very cool conversation. Stick around. The life of a of a mom is the praise the Lord for mom groups. I'm just telling you that I don't think I would ever get my kids signed up in time for soccer. The elf on the shelf would ever have a visit to the house. I mean, there are things that these women are just on top of it. And I get these text messages. I'm like, oh yeah, that's how to, how that's how to parent. Oh, oh, okay. Whew. Luckily I remember to feed my kid. <laughs> We're done with the up on the shelf. I'm glad for that. Yeah. Do you want to send me, do you have one? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think we have one. I would gladly receive your elf on the shelf. It would probably get here more reliably than other resources from China right now. Anywho. Yeah. Or you could just order it from Amazon. I'd probably have it tomorrow night. Can, can you do a disclaimer at the beginning of the podcast that you shouldn't listen to the first part of this <laughs> episode? Because <laughs> we're about to rock your kid's world. First of all, you shouldn't be listening to this anyway with your kids in the car because, I mean, Zach's known to drop all the F-bombs no, to talk about. No, that is all about you. Hey, <laughs> your boy's in trouble. Why? Jake Gyllenhaal, he's like, he's like, he's like Uh-oh. public enemy number one these days. Why? What did he do? Are you, are you do not no cut wrong. up? No, I. He made Taylor Swift sad. Oh, come on now. They dated back in 2010. I know, but she released an, a record last week where she like goes to town and everybody is on, up in arms about. It's 2010. She was like 21 years old back then. That's the whole point. Yeah. And he was like 35 or something. And that, that made her sad. So she wrote a song about it. And now what is it about? It's about her being 20 and him being 31 and him making her sad. The, about the it's age really, gap? A little bit. It's pretty interesting. It, it depends on who you talk to. What is this song about? It could be about female empowerment. It could be about uh, verbal abuse. Uh, mm-hmm. It could be about Ooh. gaslighting. It could be about trying to 
make a whole bunch of money off of a song that you wrote 15 yeah. years ago. Yeah. It could be, but, um, Anyway, all the rage these days is that Taylor Swift is sad and Jake Gyllenhaal is in trouble about it. Or it could just be the fact that they have really, really great publicists and the whole fact that they dated back in 2010 was a publicity move. And now Jake might have like a new upcoming movie or production that he wants to put out. And so they're stirring the pot. They're like, Hey Taylor, how can we manufacture a story so that we can get people talking about the two of you? And now all of a sudden, yeah, um, it does. It is interesting though. You should check out, you should check out the song. You should check out the video because I guess she made like a short film out of it and turned it into a whole thing. Like my kid was like waiting for the episode to come out. Like it comes out in five minutes, dad. I can't talk Mm. to you. It comes out in 10 minutes, you know? So smart, um, smart publicity. Now there's a whole new, whole new dialogue around, um, around what it means to be in a relationship and whether or not there's a question about age gap that's important and blah, 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 blah. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have a question for you. I actually have a legit question for you about age gap because this has been a part of personal lives where friends are dating um, other folks. So here's what I'm seeing most often. And I actually have a, a girlfriend that, I mean, she started dating her husband when she was maybe 25. Um, and her husband was maybe 43 or something like that. And it never dawned on me. The couples that I see that have the big age gap, it's not the first thing that I see with my eyes. It's I like Mm. almost never catch Mm. onto it. Like serious dating or married couples. It's the couples that it's like the, Mm, you know, like the first person you date after you get a divorce and then there's this huge age gap. It's like the, Mm. what do they call that rebound? The rebound chick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anywho, I I actually am genuinely curious what you think about age gaps because it is coming into my office and it is talked about and it kind of like blows my mind because to me, it doesn't seem like the biggest thing in the room. Yeah. Well, it doesn't, doesn't have to be, that's for sure. I mean, and I think uh, and if we're just sort of uh, transitioning well, I think it is a major theme inside of this song and this video and this sort of movement of Taylor Swift's, but it is also a real question. The thing that occurs to me is that when, let's say there's a 10-year age gap, right? And two okay. people are dating or married. Let's just say they're dating and there's a 10-year age gap. If they're five and 15, it's that's a, a really deal. big deal, you know? Right. If they're right. 65 and 55, they're basically the same age, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so somewhere in between is this sort of closing of the gap, even though it remains 10 years, right? right? And so I think the thing that's really interesting to me right now is I'm old enough to remember that 10 years ago, the world was a really different place, like really different place. I mean, politically and culturally, it was a different place. In terms yeah. of technology, it was a different place, mm. you know? I've been, I mean, Rebecca and I, when we were first married, we had to schedule, we were long distance. We had to schedule phone calls on landlines to make sure that we could find time to talk to each other. Right. I'll yeah. call you after ER is over and just make sure you're at this <laughs> phone, you know, um, or these days you have sort of have constant access to people through text or through voice, you know, uh, Marco Polo or whatever, all mm-hmm. only to say that like, there's a big difference between somebody who, uh, is, say currently 48 like me and somebody who's currently 28 or let's say even say 38, whatever, in terms of just the access to the style of communication or the way that you exist in the world or what, what 
you know about, you know, and those mm-hmm. things, I think that is, that is a product of the age gap, but it's not, I don't think the age gap itself is usually the issue. I mean, for me, I know lots of, you know, 35 year olds who are wiser and more intelligent than lots of 55 year olds. I mean, that's a hundred percent. Right. Which is the, the case of the game sometimes. Yeah. The case with my girlfriend who was 25 when she met her, her husband at the time. And, um, and I think he was maybe 42. It, it, it was easily more than, it was almost double her age basically. Mm-hmm. But the, she was, she's young, but she carries herself. So here's, here's a couple of things that I see happen or occur, which is when you first meet, you're, you're attempting to take the eyes like two independent human beings and create a we. And I mm-hmm. think that the contrast between the age is really noticeable. It's probably something that you're talking about. You're identifying. Okay. So, you know, even folks where, uh, let's say you have been married and you have a couple of kids and now you've met, you you know, the love of your life and they're 10 or 15 years younger than you. The biggest difference is the, the lifestyle. It's the, the lifestyle and the life cycle that you're in. So like what you said is five and 15, that's a big deal. Um, even 20 and 30 can be a pretty significant deal where 20 year olds are trying to assimilate into maybe like the job market where 30 year olds might be pretty established. Well, never mind like your body, like your body, my, my body at 48 just isn't the same or can't do the things that a 38 year old's body can do. So Mm -hmm. whether that's sex or exercise or, you know, you know, just, uh, sleep rhythms, you know, oh I mean, all gosh, of that stuff yes. comes into play. Um, or even like, uh, you know, can't stay up late, can't drink as much as the, you used to, right? Like yeah. two glasses of wine, give you a hangover. And so you've sworn off alcohol. Meanwhile, y- your younger partner might be, you yeah. know, just exploring and ready to get into the brown liquors. I don't know. <laughs> By the way, I think Mick Jagger's current wife is younger than his oldest grandkid. I think. Which is super bizarre. Mick Jagger's married. Mick Jagger's married. And his wife is younger than his grandchildren. Mick Jagger is 78 years old. Okay. And his wife is, hold on. Bianca Bianca Jagger is 76. That is not correct. His first wife. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. That's not, let's not, let's, He's a girlfriend. Let's, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to this a little bit later. We'll circle yeah, back after Mick, we do a little research and get some important information. Mick Jagger's famously, uh, famously dated and married a lot of people and has many, many babies. Um, oh. I hope we, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hope we don't get sued for slander or something because, uh, but it would be cool if Mick Jagger listened to the podcast. That'd be kind of fun. I'm sure he does. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I started talking about age gap and I think, you know, the, the reason why I was asking you is, should it be a reason for a breakup, an age gap? Is that something that you recognize an age gap? Well, Taylor Swift doesn't think so. (laughs) Oh, okay. So her whole thing is that he broke up with her because she was too young. That's a lyric in the song. Yeah. And, uh, and that broke her heart that broke, that, that crushed her. Because she, she thought they it's were Jake she thought they were soulmates. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it was three weeks and she was 20. So she clearly had all of her wits about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I would be um, very disappointed. No, I mean, I think that on the face of your question, no. 
the age gap is not the reason to break up. I think if there's a maturity gap or if there's a, there's a, you know, a power gap, those things are, those things are meaningful. Okay. You know, that's a big deal. Maybe, maybe the best thing that ever happened to Taylor Swift was that a 31 year old man didn't continue to date her because, because of the power imbalance that was there, you know? Um, Ooh, that, I mean, we don't talk about power much on the podcast, but I think that that mm -hmm. is really significant having a power gap, uh, whether the power be money related, whether the power be just that you happen to be dating somebody who might be like a white cis pet male, which is pretty powerful in this, in this nation. Um, the other thing that I'm thinking about with, should you break up? Should you not break up is your, your willingness to yield or willingness to be influenced by the other person that if you have two people that are in two different life cycles and by the way, the life cycle that I have seen a lot of couples struggle with are not the young folks, like having a 20 year old, you know, Taylor Swift and a 30 something year old. It's the life cycle of my partner is now 75 years old and I'm 55 years old. We mm -hmm. raised kids together. We had a wonderful life. And now the 75 year old is slowed down significantly and is not able to do the things that I love and adore. And I'm ramping up. I feel freer, more sexual than I've ever felt in my life. That age gap has been a real struggle is on the other mm -hmm. end, the upper end of, of being connected. I think that um, changes the conversation a little bit too, because it does, I mean, we do just have to be realistic about what's what it means to be alive, right? And what it means to be in love. And I think it's really different, new and young in a relationship than it is older. I just finished this, um, it's not fair, you know me, I don't like to say I read a book when I listen to it or if I, I listen to a summary yeah. of it, but um, it's this whole book about dopamine and sort of what dopamine does and how it, how it works early in a relationship and then how what happens when it gets replaced by sort of the, um, what they call H&N hormones, here and now hormones. Hmm. And... Um, I've never heard of that and before. That, and it really is like the difference between the the new young relationship that is driven by novelty and adrenaline and then and dopamine. And then the one that is really based in the friendship and the long lasting love and love that's not as adventurous or as novel or as sexual even. So mm -hmm. those do become uh, challenges, particularly if if physiologically you're not pacing in the same way. Um right. Uh, so that I think it, it's a meaningful question, but again, I don't think that's ever about age, right? I I even know seventy-five-year-olds who are physiologically healthier and more virile and active than fifty-five-year-olds. Some fifty-five-year-olds. So, yeah, um, totally. I think I don't mean to kind of continue to go. No, I don't think it's age. Age is certainly a factor, mm -hmm. um, but it's a factor that is connected to other factors that are probably more important. Mm-hmm. You know that Zach and I are huge fans of getting support, and that is why we have partnered with BetterHelp to put you in contact with licensed professional counselors in your area. Tap into the world's largest network of licensed, accredited, and experienced counselors who can help you with a range of issues, including depression, anxiety, trauma, grief, relationships, and more. With BetterHelp's counselors, you get the same professionalism and quality that you would expect from an in-office counselor. With the ability to communicate when and how you want, whether it be messaging, through the phone, or video conferencing. The matching process is quick but thorough. Look, I know that a lot of therapists 
are booked out and difficult to get into, but don't let that stop you from getting the support that you need. The cost is less than half of what Zach and I charge, which is kind of unheard of. And when you register with BetterHelp, you are supporting Marriage Therapy Radio. Go to trybetterhelp.com MTR. So it's trybetterhelp.com forward slash MTR to register with BetterHelp. T-R-Y-B-E-T-T-E-R help H-E-L-P.com forward slash MTR and you receive a special discount as a marriage therapy radio listener. Okay. Here's another question I have for you, which is kind of age related couples who get together in, I call their infancy and there, um, there's this question mark of, I've only been with one person. I've been with them since I was 15 years old, 18 years old, whatever mm-hmm. it might be. Sort of your coming of age might've been the only sexual partner that you've ever experienced. And the big question mark or conflict now, partner <laughs> or the only I mean, partner you've ever had conflict with outside of your yeah. family of origin. Sure. Um, and then, you know, there's, there's a lot more. I think I'm probably just more uh, aware of open relationships these days because of the schooling that I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the majority of couples that I see in my office, number one, are couples. They're not throuples or or open. Um, but mm-hmm. that seems to be uh, mm-hmm. a question mark. Is the social acceptability now is sort of widening to allow more options for partners to say, okay. We had our kids, our kids are in high school. They're, you know, somewhat of adults and you've been the only person that I have been with my entire life. And I'm finding more couples having this conversation of, should we open our relationship up? Kind of the dopamine thing that you're talking about of, I Mm -hmm. don't get that dopamine kick that I used to. You're the only person I've been with. I love you. I adore you. I'm committed to you. And... I think I want more. I, I think I yeah. owe myself. This is sort of a, the question or the the response. I owe it to myself to see other people, to date other people, to see what that is like. Are well, you seeing it goes that back ever? To, well, yeah. Yeah. I see it quite a bit. I mean, it's not, mm-hmm. I, I tend to shy away from things like should and owe. Oh, a hundred percent. I don't think you're and, entitled to anything in yeah, your relationship. But I think there is, there's a meaningful question. This is where we were talking a little bit before we started about this Eli Finkel in this model that he has around um, what's what he calls the good enough. Oh no, the all or nothing marriage. Uh-huh. And um, it's based on this sort of hierarchy of needs. He calls it Mount Maslow and it's um, kind of this relationship hierarchy. And when those needs aren't being met, we have to f- either come down the mountain for a little while to get to sort of get what we need, or okay. we need to think about, or rather, and, or we need to think about a- outsourcing, Right. And right. sometimes that conversation needs to be, needs to have space to breathe. And maybe that's where a therapist's office really, really is helpful. But, you know, and that could be everything. They come from down the mountain. What does that mean? In it the, means in if, response? You're, if you're higher up the mountain and you're, and you're, and you're, you're enjoying sort of the novelties of less or, or some more, uh, more, less essential parts of the relationship. And like, let's say like sex, okay. um, but, but what you're not, but but that's not working out. So you like say security is at the bottom. I don't remember the exact model in my head right now. It's more okay, like you got to come down Maslow's a little bit. Hierarchy of needs. Yeah, you got to kind of come down a little bit and get got the it. security again. Uh huh. So that as you go back up, you're still based on a solid, a more solid thing that's below you. Is kind of the thing. Like, and it's really goes back to this idea of like phases. Like maybe this phase isn't the phase we need to worry about 
um, you know, sexual uh, intimacy. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes that's a painful place for couples because it's about libido or it's about desire. It's about, you know, friendship or whatever. But what if it's just about like you got deployed in Iraq? Okay. Right. And so I have to come down the mountain a little bit. Now we have to concentrate on things like basic totally. communication and yes. financial security and maybe even not getting blown up by a, like a, like a roadside bomb. Like there are things that need before we can then come back up and do some okay. of the things that are more. All right. So here's, here's what I'm going to synthesize this. And as I'm trying to understand what you're saying. So first of all, if you're interested in what Zach's saying, this is, um, it's a book I'm going to be reading in December. Would you want to do a book club on, on that? Cause I have to read, uh, for my other book club. <laughs> <laughs> for my other um, book club, could, we're reading. I like that book a lot. I, I would read it again, um, except that I would listen to it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's called The All or Nothing Marriage by Eli Finkel. Um, and he's fantastic. He's a researcher out of Chicago and he... Uh, Is he still alive? He's, yeah, he's alive. He's he's probably 55. Maybe. Should we bring him on the podcast? If we can find him. Yeah. Hey, if anybody knows Eli Finkel, will you send him an email and let him know that Marriage Therapy Radio wants to pick his brain? That would be so cool. Um, let's work on that. <laughs> okay. We'll work on that. We okay. have a couple months. So, okay. Um, the all or nothing marriage. So the, to kind of synthesize what I think you're saying is that it's okay to recognize that your relationship goes through phases. And some of those phases, you may feel much more secure in some of the levels and, and areas of your life uh, and your relationship. And so you're able to move up sort of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs based in your relationship. And you might be pumped because now, you know, you're looking at your sex life, which as you said, is sort of one of those kind of like non-fundamental sort of grounding things. It's not like air, water, uh, security, warmth, that type of thing. Uh, so you can play a bit, but sometimes things shake you up and you have to move down the mountain and, mm -hmm. Um, sort of say, I can't focus on sex right now because right now I just need to focus on straight up, just feeling connected, feeling yeah. like a, like yeah. I'm committed. This relationship is committed and connected. And it doesn't mean you won't go back up the mountain. It means you, you come down a little bit and you get what you need. You get fed, uh -huh. you get, you get rested, yeah. you, know, you get what you need. And then you prepare yourself to go back up and maybe you prepare yourself a little bit differently this time because it didn't work the last time. Okay. Right. Yeah. Interesting. So we, uh, that would be December's book. No, that would be January. Um, hmm. So maybe what we can do is folks, if you're looking for something to read, I'll just set it up. I'm just going to set it up. Listeners, <laughs> uh, grab a copy. I will work really hard on getting Eli Finkel on the podcast and start reading Achoo. the book now. And then we'll discuss it in January. We'll have Eli Finkel on in January. So read it for December. Look at you setting goals. Um, I know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there was anything else that I wanted to talk about. I just think this was kind of like wherever our brain went. Yeah. I mean. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Uh, we're going over to our in-laws. Abby's coming home. Well, I'm having a house full of people. My my whole family is coming. My my dad and sisters and then my mom, s separate. And then uh, Dash. Well, lots of stuff going on in our lives. Right on. This episode uh, will come out after Thanksgiving. Um, uh -huh. So will you be back from Disneyland by then? <gasps> I will be. I leave tomorrow. Holden has oh, right zero on. clue, zero idea that we're going to Disneyland, which is very exciting. Um, yeah. My husband does not know that I got him. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> okay. 
So he, he said, Hey hun, um, you all know, I mean, I can't go an episode without talking about freaking golf. So he said, <laughs> Hey, the golf club has a demo motorcycle. Have you ever seen those? They're like motorcycles that you drive on the golf course and it's a single person or single use transporter for your clubs and you. So, I mean, are you Googling it right now? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. You're just not paying attention to me because you're on your computer. I'm, I'm listening. I'm just, I'm just wondering. Okay. What, like, I'm with you. So, uh, he, he was telling me about this and I was all in the middle of something and I kind of blew him off and I, and I just said, honey, don't you think that's an impractical purchase? I mean, we're on the golf course as a family and that only transports one single person. He said, why do, or when you can do, and honey, I mean, just like rich white people things. Oh right. So, and he uh, used your like thing and he threw it back at you. I know he did, which is fine. Yeah. I think it's a great mentality. Um, it's been a really good year. He's worked really hard. I've also worked really hard and I, I just sort of like stored it away. Then I contacted the club privately and I said, Hey, mm -hmm. Ryan Heck says that this is available and I'd like to purchase it privately. Can, if he ever contacts you, can you please tell him that it's already been purchased by another member? He has no idea. He's going to come home and there's going to be a big bow on it. And it's going to be in the garage. Happy birthday, husband. I'm really excited. Right on. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 See, you are a good gift giver. Um, I am a good gift giver, but I, do, I am kind of struggling a little bit with Christmas and gifting. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Yeah. Um, well, People are like, go are they going to talk about relationships again? <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to talk about relationships. We're done. No, we're done. We're I, I just wanted to tell you though, I hope that when you come back, that after you've come back from Disneyland, that you found the treat I left for you. Okay, can you give me a clue of where it's at? Yeah, I'll send you a very specific clue because it's going to be hard to find. But um, <gasps> but I, I but have I'm, another thing. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, this episode's coming out after we're already in Disneyland. So never mind. Um, I was going to tell the listeners to hide, like hide some stuff <laughs> in the park and then send me an email and tell me where to find <laughs> it's, it. It's challenging to figure out how to do that. In part because when you're at Disneyland, most often we're not thinking about you. I disagree. I mean, I kind of think that that should um, be like top of your, yeah, yeah. top of your mind. Uh, okay. But you did hide a treat for Holden. Yes. Is yeah. there a treasure it's... map that we're supposed to follow? How do we get there? No, I'll just send, I'll send you. I'll send you a clue privately. Oh my gosh, yeah. we're so excited. Okay, yeah. Let's land this plane. I'll see you. Are we? I'll see you next week. Maybe. No, next week's Thanksgiving. I can still see you. At some point, another right, day. All right, we'll say hi. We'll, we'll right, say happy Thanksgiving good. to each other. Okay. okay Adios. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. I guarantee you that I'm going to go and I'm going to be stalking Jake Gyllenhaal and Taylor Swift in the next 30 minutes. Over the course of the next 30 minutes, I uh, entered that conversation with no real understanding of what's going on. But I think it's important for me to check out. Hey, um, Thanksgiving's tough. If you're coming off of the Thanksgiving holiday feeling a little raw, a little uh, stirred up, maybe triggered, therapy is a good option. We've partnered with BetterHelp to be able to supply help to those in need around the world. Um, and I just recommend just check it out. Go to trybetterhelp.com forward slash MTR for Marriage Therapy Radio. You get to take advantage of our discount um, for you. And it's access to therapists, whether it be text messaging, video conferencing, email, 
anywhere in the world. Thanks so much for all of your time and attention, making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.